This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, a guide to friends with benefits or fuck buddies. Or fuck buddies. Hi, Florence. Hi, Reed. How are you? I'm okay. I think I'm okay today. It's been a bit of a roller coaster weekend. Highs and lows yes. of emotions and... I have not had sex in ages, so... That's cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Why, why haven't you had sex in ages? What's happened? And what's ages in, in your books? Um, Two weeks ago. Mm. It feels um, long. You've had a lot in between then. Yeah, I just, so I realised that I've only had sex once in between my last cycle and that's what annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. That, I think that would annoy me as well. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Because I just started my period this morning and it's oh, like fuck's sake. heavy and like painful. And then I clocked. I was like, wait, I only had sex once in between this period and last period. That wow. is not enough. No, that's... It's not okay for you, man. In I mean, my opinion, I was going to say, yeah, we should stay. It's okay for anyone else out there that is okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, shit. Especially like with when your period drops, you're like, great. That's like at least five days where I can't fuck. I mean, and, and we can fuck, but in our minds, we're like, don't want to fuck. At least if I'm like, oh God, now I've got to... I mean, actually, no, I definitely could fuck yeah. on this period, but I'm going to see my, I'm going to my granny's next week. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm just like, well. <laughs> that rules out any sex. <laughs> yeah, definitely not getting laid. Yeah. Thanks, in, granny. Uh, the Lake District. She needs to be a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's going to be there for a bit. So oh, it'll be nice. be nice. It'll be nice family times. Yeah, that's good. And sometimes that can replace the other cravings that we have. You know, it's like you're you're craving mm. a form of intimacy and it might not necessarily be physical in, intimacy. It might just be like intimacy in terms of like <laughs> I'm hanging out. I'm definitely just craving crazy. getting my pussy filled. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cock, cock block granny there for you. Fucking hell. <laughs> How dare she? It's all right. I think my fuck buddy is away next week anyway. So it's lined up quite well. I'm trying to think <laughs> update from my side. I mean, I've got a sex party coming up soon. Yay. Have you? But Which not, one are you going to? So this is this is somebody that Sam started talking to on field. And she, yeah. she oh, hosts private, yeah, one. private sex parties, which is cool. Um, which I think I'm excited for because I feel like I've done the club sex party scene so much that I'm a bit done mm. with it. Mm-hmm. I don't get the same enjoyment that I do out of it anymore. Um, yeah. So I'm really eager and excited to see what this is going to be about. I think that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be really, really fun. I mean, sex sex clubs, sex parties are still really fun. It's still very much worth going and checking them out. They're, there's so, so much freedom involved, yeah. but I feel like I've been doing them for, them for years now and I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think this this is the thing is that just because you do sex parties once doesn't mean that you're going to like want to do that all the time. Yeah, it it's, might just be a bucket know, list thing for a lot of people. Yeah, but also your sexual libido and your sexual interests change so much. Absolutely. And I just think it's okay. Like, don't feel like, I don't know, 
don't feel bad if your sexual interest change. I'm broken because I don't like sex parties anymore. <laughs> um, and no. I think it, I think it will come back at some point in my life for sure. Um, yeah, just, I think yeah. I'm gonna see gonna see what it's like. Um, yeah, Sam and I are are like back rolling into the things of sex again. Like you know, we talk about ebbs and flows and. Um, and I guess maybe it's hard for some people to hear us talk about or he- hear me talk about sex in a relationship because it it can sound amazing all the time. Um, especially when I talk about it, it's because it is amazing. When I don't talk about it, it's because there's a little bit of a lull or like we're not mm. we're not like syncing up properly. Um, and so we're Sam and I are synced up at the moment, and we're really we're really like active in each other's pleasure at the moment, which is a really nice change. Um, yeah. And especially being hungover, like hungover and hanging out together. Sam made me put in a butt plug like all of the day. Really? Yeah, it was, it got a bit much towards the end. I was like, Sam, I'm going to have to take this out, man. Like, (laughs) this is making me feel sick. (laughs) Oh my God, that was fun though. That's really fun. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. What did it feel like just having it in all day? I'm not sure that butt plugs are really my thing. I just don't think anal fun is my thing. It was fun, the idea of it. Yeah. Like, the idea of having... And him telling you to do it. Yeah, that was hot. Um, And also, like, while we were watching crap on the TV, he was like, he went and got the wand, and he was like, right, bend over over the sofa, butt plug in, and he was, like, fucking me with a toy whilst I was, like, sitting on top of the the wand um, while he was just, like... He he said he was going to casually watch TV, but he wasn't. He was very, very involved. It was it was it was a very very good day. Nice. I came four times. It was it's a new record. That for is me. impressive. That is very very like, impressive. Clitoral orgasms four times, mm-hmm. which is yeah. That's a that's a for sure record. So this episode is all about uh, friends with benefits and fuck buddies and all that. Which is kind of cool because I that's my situation at the moment. Yes, yeah. Would you say that a friends with benefits is different to a fuck buddy, in your opinion? Yes. I feel like a fuck buddy is a bit more... Uh, I don't want to say cold, but I would say... Because it doesn't have to be cold. I feel like friends with benefits is that you are maybe friends before or you are... I don't know. They are two different terms. It. I think it just depends, right? Depends on what term you think relates most to you <clears throat> and mm-hmm. your situation. Yeah. And would you say that a friends with benefits is different to like having one night stands and dating? Yeah, I think I would say that. But the friends with benefits and fuck buddy situation does not work unless you're, you're both so communicative about it all. Yeah. And you are unafraid to catch feelings and talk about them. Mm-hmm. Because we're human and feelings happens, right? So yeah. I, I, I feel like, and no, I don't think that people do this successfully because I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. catch feelings and don't say for fear that it's going to ruin the situation. Yeah. Sometimes like, some like I mean, it's okay to catch feelings and just be like, hey, I'm actually feeling some kind of way about this. Have a conversation about it. See where you're at and be like, okay, well, thanks for being honest with me. Mm. Um, I'll continue to be honest if it if it's too much. I don't know. It's I would say confusing. that's the difference between it being dating and friends yeah. with, with benefits or a fuck buddy. Because dating's for when it's like a potential for it to turn into a relationship, I would say. And that you're like, there's you know, you like them, you're seeing where it goes. Whereas friends with benefits or fuck buddy is like, you've decided 
at the beginning of this relationship what it's going to be and you know that it's Mm -hmm. just going to be sex or even halfway through you're like i don't want a relationship or is friends with benefits slash fuck buddy just commitment issues no i wouldn't say that for a lot of people it yeah. probably is something because even like that. even the whole like the the whole dating and seeing somebody thing they still might not being be mm. honest with their feelings it's still like a weird battle of will they won't they is this going anywhere is this not but then yeah maybe like friends with benefits or fuck buddy is mm. like having a conversation around having sex without having the commitment but the mm. commitment can still be there it just doesn't have to be you could still be like, oh, yeah, well, commitment is every Thursday, let's fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think oh, it, it's, depends, it's it depends what you want. And I think if you're in a position where you're really enjoying being single, you've got a, like a lot going on in your life um, and you just want to get laid, but you don't really want the, I guess, the, you don't have the time to date properly or you just don't want a relationship. Yeah, just it's, you're just not into it. Yeah, that's when friends with benefits or a fuck buddy situation is perfect. For me personally, because I have a fuck buddy at the moment, but I would 100% call him a fuck buddy and not- Yeah, a fr- rather than a friends with benefits. Because friends with benefits to me is when you actually hang out as friends a little bit more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of it just being sex, you actually really get on as, as friends and you hang out as friends. So like sometimes mm-hmm. you might not even have sex. You would just be like, I don't know, go out for a drink, go out for like, you know, more of like friends hangs rather than- And maybe you could do like datey stuff as well. Like go out, yeah, go out for a drink, go out to cinema like chill get a takeaway watch something Mm -hmm. but i think that's why it's so hard because there is so much gray area with all of these terms they all overlap each other because what could start off as a fuck buddy turns into friends with benefits turns into a full relationship but this is why we're doing this episode because Mm -hmm. it is such a gray area and like how do we navigate having fuck buddies and friends with benefits successfully how do we not get ourselves in situations where you get feelings for someone and they always told you they didn't want a relationship so you end up mm-hmm. like in a tricky situation or a situationship mm-hmm. instead of yeah. <laughs> a fucking friends with benefits situation like how how do we deal with that yeah i mean we we've we've got a lot to talk about in this episode because there's there's just so much here like with our experiences as also we've had some listener questions through as well which we'll mm-hmm. round up with um so yeah what tell us your your friends with benefits no situation your fuck funny situation <laughs> now like, how did that situation. how did that come about and how's it working Okay, so how did it come about? I was in the market for a fuck buddy, firstly. <laughs> okay, I love I that. had been, I have been looking for a fuck buddy all year. Like someone that is consistent. I have a good connection with sexually. I mm-hmm. like as a person, I find attractive and I want to continuously fuck them. Mm-hmm. I met this guy at Crossbreed, the sex party, the first time. Ooh. Um, I went to my first ever sex party and I slept with him there and we stayed in contact. We slept with each other again the following weekend at at Crossbreed again. Um, We had a threesome, which was really, really fun, which we've spoken Mm -hmm. about before. Yeah, Um, you can listen to on other episodes. (laughs) Yeah. And 
yeah, from there we were just like, okay, yeah, I'd really like to like fuck you outside of being in a sex party. And we just kind of ended up, um, he ended up coming over, I think once. And it was just like after work one day and it was only for like a couple of hours. And during that time, we kind of had a discussion of like, where he was at with his relationship staff, like what he's doing, what he wants. Um, and then I also discussed my same situation and we just kind of were like, okay, this is, well, this is kind of perfect. It lines mm. up really well. Um, we get on really well as people, but what we do is we've had such clear communication around yeah. what it is and what's going on in our lives to make it this situation in particular that and also we it's really like appointment based as yeah, well it sounds it sounds like you're slotting in a couple of hours yeah. when you both can yeah we don't hang which is out very much fuck fuck buddy yeah we don't hang mm. out afterwards well we do for like we chat around the sex like before and after for f before care and after care mm -hmm. but other than that, yeah, he just comes over for like a couple of hours and we have sex and it's just so nice. And it gives yeah. us both what we want. We're both getting something out of it. It's very mutual. And there's mm -hmm. no, like, because of the situation being so appointment-based, there are no, there is no chance of me getting feelings. Yeah. But I do think that if he hadn't been as clear with what he wanted, and he like expressed that he wanted to like hang out and watch movies and like like actually spend more time. I think if we spent more time with each other, I would be in danger of catching feelings because yeah. he's very attractive. We get on well and we have great sex and we have chemistry. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like he's like quite caring mm -hmm. when it comes to sex. And also like the confidence and the communication is already a game changer when it comes to like people not just like men but people and that yeah. can i mean i yeah i, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if anyone would catch feelings with somebody who could do that yeah it's I, attractive it's so attractive which is i think why it's been so successful and this is probably the only time i've done it in a successful way i think yeah do you do you feel like that there apart from hanging out more do you feel like that there could be you know, like with him maybe in mm. the other way, like could he catch feelings for you or do you think it is the amount of time that you spend together that is is like prime, the reason why you don't catch feelings? I mean, I know for me personally, it's because of time and probably yeah. situation as well, mm. context. But I don't know, obviously I don't know from his side. Um, yeah. I don't think that he would. He is a kind of guy that sleeps with a lot of people. Like, you know, like he constantly goes to sex parties and hooks up with a fair mm -hmm. few people whilst he's there. Like, I'm not the only person that is sleeping with him. Yeah, but the fact that he's been so clear about it, yeah. you know, and been so honest about it, it's it's already it's already getting rid of that grey area mm. of, oh, there's a chance though. There's a chance that I could be maybe the only person he fucks. Yeah. Or... I know that he gets off on the idea that he's the only person that I'm fucking, but I think that's just like territorial king. yeah it could be yeah i mean again we're human like we, yeah. we have all these like weird thoughts and feelings and yeah i mean if i found out that he was only sleeping with me it make it would make me feel better about myself so i could i understand yeah. it from his point of view but i don't give a shit that he's sleeping with other people because i have fun with him and it's 
Yeah. What I want it to be. Yeah, that's good. It's trying to figure out like what makes a successful fuck buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because yeah, it's kind of like the levels of a fuck buddy is very much just about the sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that much time to hang out, but you get on really well with each other. Again, very clear like what you both want, what you don't want, and also having room for that to change and just to be able to discuss. I think like a friends with benefits situation, that's when it gets a little bit more complicated because yes. you are hanging out maybe, you are potentially going on dates. I mean, I would say going on dates is in, they're not literal dates. You're not like, let's go on a date mm. because then that would be dating. But dates is in like, oh, you want to come over and we could get a takeaway and you can stay over and like, let's watch a movie or like, let's, oh, do you fancy coming to this gig with me? Or do you want to go get dinner? Yeah. You know, I feel like that's where the line blurs with, with the friends with benefits. I can't do that. I can't have those kind of relationships because I know that if, if I start having that with someone, I'm going to start liking them. But I, I also don't know if I'd want to do that with someone that I didn't want a relationship with either. Yeah. But it's also, how do you know you don't want a relationship with them? The only way you know is to go through that stage, right? Yeah. Unless you know for sure within yourself, you don't want a relationship. Yeah. Because I feel like most people are looking Mm. for a relationship in those those situations, unless they genuinely are like, no, I don't want anything now. For me, the stickler is having people stay over. I think when someone yes. starts sleeping yep. in your bed, then it mm-hmm. starts getting intimate on, in like a whole different way. And I, I, I mean, obviously there are people that have successful friends with benefits relationships. Yeah. But personally, if you're someone that gets attached, I think I have anxious attachment as well. So maybe that's, I'm not like a secure attachment. So maybe mm-hmm. that means that people, if you're, yeah, if your attachment style isn't, avoidant then maybe it doesn't work but maybe two people that are avoidant attachment would be successful it could work (laughs) yeah yeah it could work um I think that's how I made dating work so well is because I never stayed around people's houses and I always ask people to leave as well Mm -hmm. like it sounds harsh but when you before inviting them back I'd just be like hey if we do have sex like would you mind if you head home afterwards you know like made that very clear Mm -hmm. um made it into a joke be like oh you don't mind if I like kick you out afterwards that okay like I just don't feel comfortable sleeping next to somebody and I feel like it may be using that in a in a fuck buddy situation is smart especially if you know you get if you if you know you get attached it's a hard thing to do especially with like travel you know and it's always after the fuck it's like 3 a.m you're like great how the fuck am i gonna get home well you know what i'm thinking back to i had i had a successful fuck buddy in la as well oh yeah yeah we met from like a date and then Mm -hmm. we hung out and like went on a little hike together so we had actually hung out outside of just having sex yeah and then we had sex but it was always kind of you know what we didn't even fucking communicate it It just kind of happened like that and it was just that's that's nice it was just what we both wanted but i obviously think it's better to communicate it just happened to be easy for us like that i feel like that's how 
we get fucked up and like like things get misconstrued and as humans we get hurt because we assume the other person's on the right page on the same page as us but we don't know we're assuming it maybe because they're not stating what they want and you're just going along with the flow like oh clearly they don't have a problem with this because they're not saying they have a problem but they might be dying in the inside we don't know they might be fully in love with you and just like in heartache and not saying anything imagine but I actually found out that um, I think he had a girlfriend (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, for God's sake. I know, which is why I called it off in the end. Because I was like, he's either dating someone or has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was going to say, it was successful until... until... <laughs> I found out why Fucking it was hell. successful. <laughs> yeah, that is so frustrating. Um, I don't... I can't think... I must have had some kind of successful friends with benefits situation... Um, but I don't think I've had like a proper one. I don't think I, I could look back on all the fucks that I've had. Mm. It's always been I mean, like maybe in a like seven three... year relationship after the one that you're yeah, in now. It's like basically <laughs> all my life. Like, <laughs> yes, gone. And, and especially in that seven year relationship, we made the rule of like not re-sleeping with the same person. Mm. Um, that was a rule that we had then. I don't necessarily agree with that rule now, but it worked for us then. Mm. Um, and all the other fucks have either been like, we fucked like maybe like once, twice, three times max, and then it's not really gone anywhere or yeah. fallen into a motherfucking relationship. So that's kind of my history. I really love the idea of friends with benefits and yeah, and like fuck buddies. And I think friends with benefits, when done correctly, can be... I think you just have to be... Can work. So communicative and be like this is a friends with benefits situation you have to yeah. say it. this is this is a fuck buddy you like you know you're not i'm not gonna catch feelings for you i don't want to catch feelings for you yeah and if i catch feelings for you then i'm gonna back away yeah or i'm gonna tell you and then we'll discuss it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but we say this though but how many times have we heard that where oh, someone's been in love with the other person. They said, oh, it's just friends with benefits. I don't want a relationship. And then they still haven't listened. Or yeah, they still they haven't. Stay. Yeah, and they stay. And like, it happens. Like we, we, we almost like read between the lines or like we want so badly for it to work. Yeah. We will make, make it work in our heads when yeah. it's not actually working. I almost feel like my last relationship, <laughs> I'm like, it kind of matches the way a friends with benefits was and like getting feelings and it getting complicated but at the same time it was always like dating not friends with benefits Mm -hmm. and but the way it was like uh, we both entered it being like we don't want a relationship so it's like well what is it then (laughs) it's not yeah what is it if it's it's this situationship term that's come about yeah um and obviously that got really fucking complicated as you all know Mm. it destroyed my life for a moment um yeah so you got to be careful with these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be said for, I think a lot of it boils down to like us being honest and connected with our own thoughts. and emo- it's, it's great that you can communicate, but if you're mm. not actually feeling what you feel and recognising that what you're feeling or even ignoring it, I think a lot of people ignore the fact that they're catching feelings because yeah. they don't want to rock the boat or affect the situation they have there and then because just seeing a little piece of them Mm. is better than nothing at all um and obviously it isn't in the long run because it it breaks you it can break you as a person rather than stating what you want stating your boundaries um and making it work Mm. and also allowing 
things to fuck up yeah. and allowing emotions to get hurt because that is part of all yeah. of it. Nothing bad comes from open and honest communication. I feel like no, nothing, nothing. Even if it's the answer that you didn't want to hear, mm-hmm. you need it. If it's to heartbreaking hear or like hurtful, yeah, the conversation awkward, difficult. Mm-hmm. It is always important to hear it yeah. because then you can you know, process and heal and Uh grow from there. And I think to be really clear on what you want, because I feel like the reason I ended up in such a fucky situation was because we both went into it thinking, I don't really know what I want. Yeah. And And it was like (laughs) unprecedented times. Literally. (laughs) COVID, a pandemic, just squashed together into this like romance. Yeah. You just need to know what you fucking want. And if you want a friends with benefits, then just be really clear on that. What do you think yeah. about having more than one friends with benefits or fuck buddy? Oh my God, amazing. Better than just having one. Yeah. I would have multiple. Yeah. Um, where was it? I still saw somewhere. Was it you? something you sent me where it was the three boyfriend rule? No, I didn't. Did you send me that? No, I didn't. Fuck, so. where did I see it? It was talking about the three boyfriend rule, which is like the idea of basically having uh, like a, almost like someone you date, someone who's a fuck buddy and someone who's a friend with benefits kind of thing. You get different things out of each person and it keeps it fresh. Oh my Where God, was this? that is so good. And that also makes so much sense because I've been going on like random dates with a guy and it's mm-hmm. just nice to have someone to go on a date with. Yes, yeah. But you're I don't getting want it what to you go need anywhere. from each person. Yeah. But you're not, it's not suddenly, you don't need one of them. It's like you're keeping your options open. Like one person's great at sex. One person's like really great at like the intimacy, the yeah. cuddles, the hangout. Another person like mm-hmm. you just have loads of fun with, you know? Yeah, I agree that um, it's probably best to have more than one. But time, it's hard to have more than one fuck yeah. buddy or friends with benefits. It, who has the fucking time? Yeah, and it and it's like the idea is nice, but also you would have to communicate to the other people that you're seeing other mm-hmm. people as well because mm-hmm. that's also a recipe for, for feelings getting hurt somewhere. Yes, always um, be open about if you're seeing multiple people. Jeez, yes. don't hide that. And if, like, what's the if point? If they have a... Yeah, if, if you're open about it and, and somebody else has a problem with it, that like that that is on them and that's their insecurities coming out. That's their projection. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Okay, let's go down a list of like everything that actually needs to be communicated in these situations to have a successful relationship, uh, fuck buddy relationship. So firstly, I would say be clear on what you want and communicate what you want from that person. Whether that's like, I wanna see them once a week I want to um, do this kind of sex when we see each other. It could be anything. Like, what is it that you want from this friends of benefits situation? Yeah, and if you don't know what you want, then it it you it's your responsibility to find out what you want. You know, like do the deep dive, journal, write down pros and cons list. Mm-hmm. Like, try really hard to forget everyone else and like forget anxieties, forget past relationships. What do you want? in that moment there like what does your inner child want Mm -hmm. and that can take a while for us to figure out as well but once you Mm -hmm. figure that out because like i know so many people in in situations ships at the moment that are just like i don't know what i want like yeah and that's the fucked up thing yeah like that's why you're in a situation ship yeah go to therapy and figure out what you want I've done so much like work on myself to yeah. figure out what I actually want. Yeah, absolutely. And also the 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 end of that last relationship taught me what I want as well. Mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. what I wanted from that. 
which means it was a successful relationship. So once you know what you want and once you've communicated them, how, how would you communicate what you want? I would literally just say to them, hey, so um, I want to have regular sex. I don't want any sleepovers, but I'd really like to have some aftercare after we have sex because I need that. Um, I usually like to have sex at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and then like how long, I guess it would be nice to see them for kind of just go through like everything yeah. and tell oh tell them like why you want a fuck buddy I think like what is it in your life at the moment that means that you're not looking for a relationship you just want a fuck buddy mm-hmm. I also think reassuring them and and making it like a safe space for them to communicate what they want because sometimes oh, people yeah, don't just it really like- hard um <laughs> And also like Imagine. chatting chatting as you're going, you know, it doesn't have to be all on the first time you fuck. It can be very much yeah. like a like mm-hmm. adding things, taking well, like this isn't working. Actually, I thought this would work, but this isn't working for me. Yes. Um, yes. Situation. Uh, like your second point, setting up boundaries. Boundaries often mm. or not only come up when you're in the moment, when you realise and recognise that something's made you feel uncomfortable, you're not cool with something. So you don't, yeah. unless you know these things and you're like, I'm going to set up this boundary of, can you not call me baby girl because I find that really romantic and I might fall in love with you. Um, you might be able to say that. Or like, they will come back and be like, oh, hey, yeah, sorry, I'm late. Like, I was just on a date with a girl. You might be like, whoa, not okay with that information. Can you not talk about it with me? Or... yes what I do which is like can you let me know before you go and see somebody because then yeah. I want to you know like rather than me feeling like like you're hiding something you know like let me yeah. let me know beforehand yeah so like being communicative about um who you're seeing outside of the body relationship I think that one's particularly important so if you're dating be open about the fact that you're dating still if you're sleeping with other people be open about that mm-hmm. if you're going to sex parties be open about that because oh yeah sorry that's to do with sexual health and i think that's why it's really important to know that yeah i was just about to say with with the use of protection and condoms like i think that Mm -hmm. needs to be in the conversation you know if they Mm -hmm. are having sex with other people if you are having sex with other people have a conversation with them about oh um you know if we're gonna fuck without condoms without protection i would really appreciate it if you use protection with other people if you don't just let me know and then we can use protection um and also like creating that almost like non-judgmental safe space of if you're funny about them not using protection, if you're like, oh God, that's disgusting, you could give me something, they're not going to want to tell you. So it's about creating that safe space of like, hey, like I'm, I'm not a massive fan mm. of not using protection like with other people. It makes me feel a bit funny. But if you could just let me know, then I can at least protect myself or make the decision in the moment to use protection or not. Yeah. And then other than that, I would just say um, letting each other know when you want to see each other next is quite nice. Yeah, like having a pre-plan. Like pre-planning and just being really open and responsive when it comes to communicating via text. Mm -hmm. But also my advice would be don't communicate too much outside of fucking. What do you do if your friends with benefits gets a partner? Well, uh, I, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. It's like you have a conversation with them and, and see 
what the situation with their partner is. Are they non-monogamous? Are they yeah. allowed to carry on seeing you? Or is this something that like you have to end? I mean, yeah, yeah. you'd be would sad, you just, would, but... you, would you stay friends though? Like if you Ooh. didn't have sex? So I feel like you would, oh, maybe that's the question between like fuck buddies and friends with benefits and dating. Like yeah, if the sex exactly. stopped, would you carry on? Yeah. If sex wasn't in the equation, where would it go? Yeah, exactly. Because then that, maybe for these situations, take sex out. If you still would hang out with them, then for sure feelings have already been mm. transferred or like maybe you're looking for a relationship. But then maybe yeah, not. But if you're still hanging out with them, then maybe you just like them as a friend. Yeah, just like them as a friend. Oh God, it's... But then, you know, what are feelings? Feelings for like friends and feelings for like loved ones can be very similar that is complex. I think if you're having any like <laughs> thoughts on this, just have a conversation yeah. with them about it. I don't think we're helpful like, at all right now. We're just I like, don't think we're, we are not being. Like, oh shit! Yeah, this is fucking tricky. This is complicated. Guys. Yeah, I hope this is actually useful for people. Yeah, but like, I I think my top tip would be not sleeping over and not talking to them all the time. Yeah, that would be my top tip. So we have some lovely questions from your curious fuckers. Lo- lovely. Some of these aren't lovely. Some of these are real deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said lovely. Lovely questions. Because the curious fuckers are lovely. They are. Well. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first question is, how do I get a friends with benefits? Wow. That's, I mean, this is the tricky part. It is tough. It's <laughs> it's as as complicated as how do I get a partner? How do I go on dates? Yeah. It's like so yeah. frustrating that it has to mainly be through mm. dating apps. That's kind of yeah. like where we've fallen into now. Yeah. I mean, that's why Field is so good because I think you can literally say on that app, like, I am looking for a friends with benefits situation, anything else like I'm not looking for. And you will find people on that app that do want the same thing. Yeah. I would say other dating apps, it's a bit of a, I wouldn't look for a fuck buddy on another dating no, app. No, I wouldn't either. Like maybe you could get away with Tinder, but Hinge is definitely more like people are looking for relationships. I know that's not true. I mean, you nearly got banned from Hinge. <laughs> yeah, for just for writing. Yeah, just for writing that I'm looking for friends with benefits. They they literally gave me a banned message. Like, you will be so banned crazy. if you don't remove this. Ridiculous. So yeah, Hinge, don't go there. You must want relationship. Have to want relationship. Yeah. Um, Bumble. Um, Sex parties. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, we, I feel like, the digital age a lot of people say it's really shit for meeting people in person like we have always been like this it has always been hard to meet people in person it's just Mm. dating apps have kind of fast-tracked that but of course if you are not going out to social events if you're not going out to the parties that you're invited to or the work meets or actively making an effort to get yourself invited to things and organize things yourself then Mm. it is almost impossible to meet people in real life. So dating apps is probably the best way forward and just being so clear on the dating app, what you want. I, most of my friends with benefits, fuck buddy situations have come from dates, but not even dates that I was like, I just want sex. Mm -hmm. It's it's been from like, yeah, we're just not connecting on a way that I would want to have a relationship but I really enjoy having sex with you so should we continue just having sex yeah yeah 
Or like stating it in the first conversation, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's fucking hard. It's re- I- I've been looking for a f- like a fuck buddy the whole year mm-hmm. and it is now October <laughs> and I've only had a fuck buddy for the last two months. Yeah. And it, it they're not easy to come by because a lot of people don't want fuck buddy friends with benefits situations. They think they do, but a lot of the mm. time they're using that as a protection method because they actually want a relationship. And it's easier for them to say, yeah, commitment issues, or they're just worried about rejection and saying like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm cool. I want, I want a fuck buddy situation. And it's like, no, you don't. Definitely not. (laughs) You want, you want someone, man. (laughs) You just want a lover. You You want want a partner. Um, And I think that's what gets complicated because we fall so easily for people. We, we, we all do, you know, we find someone that when it's it's right, right, you know. Oh, I thought the sex party was such a great place to meet a fuck buddy. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's there because they love sex. Mm-hmm. So you're quite likely going to meet someone that just wants to fuck. Yeah. And then also you can you can meet them in person. It's not quite casual. I mean, I remember the moment that I saw my fuck buddy in the crowd at Aww. a crossbreed. And I, I clocked him and I was like, is he my type? He's maybe someone I'd want to chat to later. Mm. But I was like, he might be a bit laddie for me, but mm, there isn't anyone else here that I fancy, so. (laughs) Okay, next question. Do you want to read it out? Yeah. Um, My friends are really judgy about my friends with with benefits situation. How can I normalize it for them? Oh my God, this question, the way the person wrote the question is so nice, where it's like, it's like, how, instead of can I, like, why are they being idiots? It's like, how can I normalize this situation? Like, it's cool. It's calm. Get over yourself, yeah. bro. I don't know why you would be judgy on a friends with benefits situation. Ugh, like, we know why. Everyone's got a... Projection. Get intimacy. Ha- yeah, projection. It's just, they're just projecting. They're projecting, like, the, the negative thoughts and feelings they have around it. The fact they can't imagine themselves in that situation or they want to imagine themselves yeah. in that situation with that amount of confidence and communication to be able to do it yeah. successfully. I, I would just um, have a conversation with them about, like, why you're in this situation, why it works for you why it is what you want like what do you want and I think you maybe need to tell them what you told your friends with benefits situation at the beginning Mm -hmm. which is why you wanted it to be friends with benefits yeah why don't you want it to be a relationship and just help them understand how it works or ask them why why you get the feeling that there is some sort of negative feeling around what you're doing with your body and your situation like it's possible that maybe like you're not real they're not you're not realizing but maybe you're complaining a lot about the situation they're getting annoyed at that um maybe there there could be like so many different things that they get annoyed at um or maybe they think it's just like slutty and you shouldn't shouldn't be having a friends with benefits situation or maybe they're really unhappy that they're not in the same situation ask them why and what their fears are around it like Mm. why are they acting so negative towards that and then also remind them that like i appreciate you talking to me about this but like this is my life and what I choose like I just want support from you um if I if I ask you something yes come to me hit me with your criticism but until then just support me yeah amazing 
The next question is how to get over a friends with benefits heartbreak. <laughs> Your face. Come on, guys. I know, these questions are made for us. If you had a heartbreak from your f- friends with benefits, then it wasn't friends with benefits, was it? Yeah, you can't You can't really have a heartbreak. The only you way can that- have a heartbreak yeah. because you didn't communicate that you fell for them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they stated that it was friends with benefits only. And you just went into it anyway because yeah. you wanted to get some. sorry it sounds so harsh because like you're you're obviously hurting <laughs> like you you will be hurting and it is so painful and a lot of that will be yeah. um like guilt for not talking about it or doing mm. things differently or blaming yourself or picking yourself apart as to why they didn't want yeah. a relationship with you and that's like the worst thing that you can do for yourself is blame yourself Damn. you know like they yeah. were not right for you they were not right for this situation because if mm. they were it would have happened they didn't make you feel safe they didn't make you feel trustworthy or whatever the 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 feelings and emotions were enough for it to be to have ended you know like they didn't make you feel secure for it to work or that yeah that that they that that you could talk to them you know (coughs) about all this stuff um i know a lot of it is on you as well for not communicating that across yeah, but I guess at the same time, like we all get ourselves into these tricky situations mm-hmm. and this is how you learn. I guess in this situation, you learn what you did want. And obviously if there was heartbreak involved, like you obviously did want a relationship with them in yeah. some kind of way and you had feelings for them um, and you will have learned what what you wanted and now what to look out for when you're dating in the future. Mm-hmm. Um don't don't let it don't let it go to nothing you know like use this information use what you've learned to help yeah. like better yourself and better communicate in the future and mm. better find somebody who is suited for you like use this time to pick up on the red flags and see what didn't work um yeah. and then look for that in the next person yeah but i mean just get over the heartbreak how you would a normal heartbreak i don't think it being a friends of benefits heartbreak makes it different for you personally maybe if they were friends and you still want to stay friends so like we would recommend having a cut like having a break having like a Mm -hmm. a no communication period yeah because every time you communicate it just it makes it just that little bit harder yeah you need to be over your heartbreak before you can be friends with them again absolutely like fully over it no doubt Mm -hmm. in your mind no fucking doubt and it might take a year and it it, it might take getting underneath somebody <laughs> to get over it or falling in love might with be, somebody yeah, or falling in love with yourself yeah there's mm-hmm. so many All ways that you can but um but it will get better it will get easier okay last question i think my friends with benefits has caught feelings but i haven't should i bring it up with them yeah yeah i would say absolutely 100%. if you think that they might have i mean this is the thing this is what we've been saying guys just talk about everything <laughs> yeah don't tell them you know what you think don't be like i think you've caught feelings for me i would bring <laughs> yeah, that it could up. come across quite bad actually yeah i think you could bring it up in a situation as like hey i just wanted to check in with us and see where we're at and like how you feel about this situation and this is how i feel about this situation um you know, don't assume anything. Don't assume mm. because that they can be quite, you know, they it can get defensive um, or, yeah. you know, like basically make them not say what they should be saying. So just, yeah, Try just like make, having a check-in. 
yeah try and make them feel as comfortable as possible Mm -hmm. because that's when you're going to get the most honest answers yeah and if it gets to a point where they're still not explaining to you the reason why you think things are a bit odd do Mm. do a deep dive in yourself and actually figure out if maybe you're just imagining something or feeling something or you can say hey i'm feeling some kind of way about this situation i think i'm going to take a step back um but yeah don't don't try not to like be like yeah you're clearly in love with me stupid motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) you weren't supposed to do that (laughs) um so yeah that's the that's the best way you can talk about it just have a nice conversation with them keep it really open um yeah you know explain to them you care for them but like you know something something feels different just to round up we have three top tips on friends of benefits I mean, I, we've said it a thousand times. One, I would say know what you want first. There's too many tips, man. I'm like, honesty, communication. No, no I feel like honesty <laughs> goes with communication. Yeah. Okay. So honesty is part of the communication. Yeah. And then boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. Uh, those are great three top tips. Yeah. Okay, and your boundaries can be different. Like hint, hint not um ha- not sleeping over yeah and not talking all the time yeah or like not holding hands in public or maybe holding hands in public that's okay you know there's yeah you gotta Just you gotta have, make the yeah. rules set it yeah yeah you gotta make the rules anyway this was a fun episode i loved it i hope you loved it too if you did please share it around with everybody that you know yes because obviously word of mouth is the best way to get our podcast across and mm. of course you can keep up to date with all the stuff we're getting on with on our social media at come curious we're on twitter and instagram and of course our personal accounts which is read amber x and florence bark and rate subscribe follow the podcast yeah if you can do a little join comment, the facebook group put us on the downloads listen to our full episodes yeah, yeah. like have us on in the oh. background <laughs> We should start reading out some of our reviews so that people are more enticed to leave them. Oh, yeah, that's a cute idea. Yeah, let's do that. Um, all right, we love you all so much, Curious love Fuckers. You. See you next week. Hear you next week. Love us next week. See you next Thursday. Oh, God.